Welcome. Got a selection of good things on sale, Stranger. What are you buying? Too close. You were almost a jiffle sandwich. You're right. Barry, thanks for saving my life. Yeah, yeah. Welcome to the MF Gamers Podcast. This is a Resident Evil special. I'm Hendo, and joining me is obviously Nag. Hello. Also known as Phil. That's right, yeah. So we're going to be going through all of the mainline Resident Evil games, pretty much. We're not really going to be touching on the spin-offs because neither of us have played very much of them. And also because... Uh, they aren't that good. <laughs> there's been a lot of controversial opinions on Resident Evil recently, so I think we're here to set the record straight. Yeah, I think we'll try. So, first of all, we've got the very, very first one. Resident Evil. series of bizarre murders have occurred on the outskirts of Raccoon City, with signs of cannibalism on the victims' remains. The Raccoon Police Department's Special Tactics and Rescue Service, or STARS, are assigned to investigate the murders. STARS is divided into two teams, Alpha and Bravo. Bravo team is sent first, but after contact with them is lost, Alpha team is sent to investigate their disappearance. So this was first released in 1996 on the PlayStation and in Japan it was called Biohazard which is what's known over there and this was directed by the legendary Shinji Mikami. That's right, yep. What I didn't know, I did some research on this and maybe you knew about this, I don't know. It went through several redesigns. It was initially designed for Super Nintendo in 1993. No, I didn't know that to be honest, no. And then they scrapped that and they made a fully 3D first person game on the PlayStation. I didn't realise that either. Yeah, and then they scrapped that and they got what we have today. Resident Evil seems to have some bad development history to be fair. Yeah, yeah, we'll find that out as we go on, yeah. Yeah, as most people should know, Resident Evil is a third person game with pre-rendered backgrounds. And in the case of the first one, some horrific voice acting. <laughs> I'm actually going through on uh, the director's cut on Vita at the moment, and yeah, it's it's fucking horrendous, to be fair. When I played it, because I didn't play it till after I played the second one, and that game has got what none of the others have, which is full motion video. Yes. And holy shit. <laughs> I had no, just had no words to describe what happened when I first saw that. That's amazing. You've got Wesker that looks like fucking Iceman out of Top Gun or something <laughs> like that. And uh, yeah. Oh, God. Terrible. Was it Chris at the end of it who goes, no, don't go. <laughs> yeah, that's the one. And then on the title screen, he turns around and just, ah, it's just terrible. We're blood splatter and all that. But it's it's one of those. It's, it's B-movie greatness, ain't it? So. Oh, yeah, yeah. So did you play it when it came out? I did. I mean, 
Resident Evil for me is probably the game that got me back into gaming. Mid-90s, I think I said on the 20 questions that I had a lapse in gaming and a mate bought a PlayStation. I was in a predicament where there's no way on earth that I could have actually afforded to buy one. You know how it is when you're that age about just getting onto about 20. So you're always bumming around people's houses and stuff like that, having sleepovers, getting half cut and all that. Yep. And he'd be forever bringing his PlayStation around to whichever house we were at and he'd have like Tekken Winner Stays On and stuff like that and he'd have Resident Evil with him and I came to find out that I had quite a big interest in zombies and the whole thing. It just resonated with me, yeah. I just, I used to watch him play it. He'd always pretty much get up to the yawn fight and whenever anybody went to sleep at night or whatever, I'd just quickly, silently turn his PlayStation on and get a few hours in myself, you know what I mean? Hmm. So it was one of those, it really, really resonated with me. I don't think anybody had seen a game like that at that time, to be fair. So, yeah. It did an unusual turn as well when it started off and I thought it was just going to be in a big mansion. And then, unless I'm confusing it with the second game, it ends up going a bit more like weird plant creatures and stuff. Or is that the second one? That's the second one. You do uh, go into you go into the guardhouse and you obviously fight Plant Forty Two, yeah. which is a giant plant. Hmm. But no, there's, it's just mainly zombies and hunters in the first game. So I've just found out that the fucking hunters are a nightmare in the first game as well. So <laughs> I must have died more in that playing that in the last couple of days than I ever did in remake ever. Yeah, I was going to say. So the remake came out in two thousand and two originally yes. on the GameCube and then a couple of years ago on the recent consoles yeah I think it was some reason I got 2015 in my head for some reason yeah that sounds about right but yeah I absolutely love Remake still the high point of the the actual uh, series for me yeah I'd say if anyone hasn't played any of these don't go to the original PlayStation Resident Evil because no that's pretty bad it doesn't hold up particularly well now no no the remake I really like yeah, yeah, yeah. However, I bought the um, the re-release on the PlayStation 4, but I haven't played it. <laughs> I think they actually gave it away in the end, didn't they? I think they gave it away on PSN Plus. They might have done, yeah. I bought that one and the Zero. Oh, the double pack. Yeah, so what they gave away one of them. I probably wasted some money there. You should remember that the entire forum took the piss out of me because I double dipped on the same day. <laughs> yeah. And then they give it away, so thanks for that. Yeah. But yeah, I mean... Uh, the remake, well, Resident Evil in general, is the series that actually makes me go out and buy consoles. Yeah, I've noticed that, yeah. GameCube, I bought because of remake. The Wii, I bought because of the Wiimote shooting style game that I forgot the name of now. Brother Chronicles? Yes, I think that's it. I actually bought a Wii because of that. So, yeah, I mean, it's always Nintendo consoles as well, so I'm doing well for someone who hates <laughs> Nintendo. Yeah. It's quite weird as well because you think, oh, I think Resident Evil Sony. Yeah, true. Because of probably where it started, but it is basically all over the place. Oh, yeah, it's on every single format known to man, especially like Resident Evil 4. Hmm. So, yeah, but we're jumping the gun now. <laughs> I'm going to say what each game was first released on because if I went through every platform that they all have released on, it would take all day. Yeah, true, true. Didn't Resident Evil come out on... Uh, Saturn first. I don't think it was because the Saturn version had a different battle mode. All right. It had a zombie Wesker and a gold-colored tyrant. So I would imagine that it came after the PlayStation One. 
They also tried to make a Game Boy Color one. I can't imagine <laughs> how bad that would be. Mm. That got cancelled too. Anything else to say before we move on? That was what cemented my love of Resident Evil. It did get me into the series, so yeah. Okay, well, we move on to Resident Evil 2. Resident Evil 2. On the 29th of September, 1998, two months after the events of the first Resident Evil, most citizens of Raccoon City have been transformed into zombies by the T-Virus, a biological weapon secretly developed by the pharmaceutical company, Umbrella, Leon S. Kennedy, a police officer on his first day of duty, and Claire Redfield, a college student looking for her brother Chris discover that most of the police force have been killed, and that Chris has left town to investigate Umbrella's headquarters in Europe. They split up to look for survivors and find a way out of the city. This was originally released in 1998 on the PlayStation, and a remake is released very very soon, which is why we're here. So yeah, this was not directed by Shinji Mikami. This was developed by a team of 40 to 50 over 21 months, and the initial version of the game was referred to as Resident Evil 1.5 and it got scrapped yeah. when Mikami decided it was crap. <laughs> and this is a controversial fact as well. Mikami originally planned on this being the final Resident Evil game. Mm, how did that turn out? But the higher-ups in Capcom overruled him. I can't imagine going like, oh, we're done two. That'll do. Yeah, it's not usually the way it works if it's uh, making money, is it? That's all I got for that, so... Um, what are your thoughts on Resi 2? Well, Resi 2 was the game that got me to go out and buy a PlayStation. So that was the first game I ever owned on the PlayStation. At the time, it was just amazing. The step up from yeah. the actual first game absolutely blew me away. The CGI, intro movie and all of that stuff. You could just tell that the, the actual money gone into it had gone up exponentially. So yeah, the, the production values, all of that stuff the zapping, the character zapping system, it just seemed like you were getting so much game for the actual money that you spent. Was it on two discs or am I imagining that? No, you're right, it was on two discs. So so you do like Leon A, that'd give you a save for Claire B, and then you'd do Claire A, and that'd give you a save for Leon B. And then if you managed all of that, you'd get Hunk and all of that. But yeah, you got so much game. Yeah, that was the first one I played. I'd never played the first one when it came out. Similar to your story of going around to your mates, I had a mate who did not give a shit about video games at all. Yeah. But he would come round to my bedsit specifically to watch me play Resi 2 because he was a big <laughs> horror fan. I could see that. Yeah, he was just in awe of it. And he was like jumping when the jump scares were going and when the dogs come through windows and stuff <laughs> and he absolutely loved watching me play that my girlfriend at the time she wouldn't actually be in the same room as me as i played it <laughs> so i mean you're looking back and it really isn't that bad but nobody was used to this kind of thing at the time so it was all new actually i'm jumping the gun again now it's resident evil remake but my uh, my brother had a daughter at the time and she'd sometimes come into my room when she wasn't supposed to as soon as she heard I did a headshot on a zombie, she'd run back out again. 
So it's like people weren't used to that kind of thing. So, but yeah, fun. You've got to give Mr. X a bit of a mention in Resident Evil 2 as well. I mean, he was amazing bursting through walls and stuff like that. Yeah, I can't really remember Mr. X because whenever um, I think of enemies that chase you, I just think of the third game. But so what was Mr. X? He was in uh, the B scenarios, I think. So if you ever only did the A, you would never have actually seen him. Yeah, maybe I just played through each character once and that was it. Birkin was a good boss. Mutations from the G-Virus did a real good number on him and uh, he did do some really good mutations and boss fights, to be fair. The remake's out this week. What are you expecting of it? Because I know that, although you said that you tried to keep yourself fresh, you have been watching a lot of videos of it. I have been watching a lot of videos, more than I probably should have done. To be honest, I think it is probably going to be my game of the year. If it plays similar to RE4 or 5, as in how the characters move and feel, as long as they've gone back to the finding ammo on shelves in desks, and it's not fucking falling off enemies, like in Resident Evil 4, I'll be happy. I just want to scavenge for stuff. I don't want stuff falling out of enemies. You want more survival game than action game? Yeah, I, I want it to roll back to how Resident Evil used to be. I want to find my ammo. I want to find my guns. I don't want to shoot a zombie and 15 handgun bullets fall onto the floor. That just makes no sense to me. Mm. So, yeah, I want it to go back to Resident Evil of old. At one point, I would have said I wanted a straight-up remake with static cameras and everything. But what they've shown, I'm more than happy with what I've seen so far. And 25th cannot come fucking fast enough for me now. Seriously. Yeah, because everyone pretty much expected that's what we were going to get, is static backgrounds and stuff. At one point, I would have 100% agreed that that is what I wanted. Now I've seen what they've done, yeah, I'm, I'm happy. I think I can live with that, to be fair. A reimagining. It doesn't look like a sloppy job. No, it definitely does not look like a sloppy job, so... They've said that they're not doing the character zapping, although I've been looking online and there's there's a strong argument that maybe it is actually in there as a secret. So we shall see how that pans out, whether it's just a misdirection or something. Now Resident Evil 3. On the 28th of September, 1998, 24 hours prior to the events of Resident Evil 2, former STARS member Jill Valentine attempts to escape from Raccoon City. Most of the population has been transformed into zombies by an outbreak of the T-Virus, a new type of biological weapon secretly developed by Umbrella. On her way to the Raccoon City Police Department, Jill runs into a fellow team member who is killed by a new enemy. This creature, Nemesis, is a bioorganic weapon programmed to target surviving STARS members, witnesses of Umbrella's experiments. So this was released in September 99 in Japan and 2000 in Europe. So this is the last PlayStation 1 game. This is where you have the, the Nemesis, again not directed by Mikami but produced by him. Originally set on a cruise liner, but that got scrapped. 
this is the first inclusion of the 180 degree turn and the dodge move as well. So the previous games didn't have that. 180 degree turn makes a big difference, I think. Yeah, I think it does too. That dodge move though, to this day, I have no idea how it works. I haven't got a clue. I'll do it, but I don't know how I'm doing it. I can't remember if I finished this one because I have distinct memories of not liking because of uh, the Nemesis. <laughs> what, too stressful or just didn't like it? I don't know whether I just didn't get the whole point of it, but I just remember putting a lot of ammo into him. Yeah. And then he doesn't really die anyway. And you feel, oh, I've just wasted all that ammo. See, that was one of the little inclusions I liked about Resident Evil 3. It had that flight or fight mechanic put in there. So you, you could either choose to hang around and fight him, or you could leg it, basically. And yeah. I think I pretty much, to this day, I leg it every single time. <laughs> He's too much hassle to fight. Like you say, you, you end up pumping all your ammo into him and you probably get a weapon part when he actually falls over. So yeah, I just leg it every time now. I'm sure you corrected me on the forum about this, but my memory of it is it felt very similar, like a rehash of the second one. You do go into the RPD station. Yeah. So you spend probably... It's not that long, to be fair. I mean... If you want to buy it, probably an hour in there, if that. So, I really like 3. I would say, after Remake, it's probably my favourite Resident Evil game. Alright. So, yeah, I'd, I'd put that over Resident Evil 2, at the moment, anyway. That is a lot down to... I'm a massive Jill fanboy, anyway, so I've got a yeah. big thing for Jill Valentine. And I think Nemesis is a really, really good character as well. Yeah, because he just basically stalks you through the entire game. And There's still times when you play the game now and you think, yeah, Nemesis is going to turn up here. And he doesn't actually turn up. <laughs> and then he'll be somewhere completely different. And it's like, you know he's going to be in one of two or three places, but it's just which of those places where he's actually going to show up. Yeah. And sometimes he can be a right pain in the arse in the places he does show up. So As soon as you think you know where he's going to come out, that's where he's not. Yeah, exactly. You've got all your weapons sorted out. You've been to your item box or whatever and got your grenade launcher out and everything. And then he doesn't show up. So you left caught in this grenade launcher around for no reason. Yeah. I also like the, uh, the ammo mixing in Resident Evil 3. I quite like that mechanic. I forgot about that, yeah. So yeah, there's lots of little lots of little bit of some bits and bobs that uh, are quite good in Resi 3. I enjoyed that game. Resident Evil Code Veronica. Three months after escaping from Raccoon City, Claire Redfield raids an Umbrella Corporation facility in Paris in search of her brother Chris. Discovered by Umbrella's security forces and eventually captured, Claire is imprisoned on Rockfort Island, a prison complex owned by the corporation, situated in the Southern Ocean. Sometime after her imprisonment, Claire finds herself released by one of the prison staff and discovers that an outbreak of the T-Virus has occurred. In 2000, Code Veronica was released on the Dreamcast. I don't think I played Code Veronica. For me, I didn't actually buy a Dreamcast for Code Veronica, but I did ditch my mates <laughs> off to buy Code Veronica. I think I was supposed to be going to a festival or something or other. And it's like I realised that Code Veronica was coming out on the same day, so 
<laughs> I rang them up saying I had no money and couldn't go. In reality, I fucking biked up to our town centre and bought Code Veronica instead and spent the weekend doing that. Even though I enjoyed it at the time, I think, looking back, I think Code Veronica was where Resident Evil started to go a bit apeshit, story-wise. I always enjoyed Resident Evil where the heroes were normal people, not superhero ninja-style mm. people who can jump a building and run up walls and whatever. I think Wesker first started showing abilities in Code Veronica, and there's also other parts where certain people are doing weird power things. It's where the story started to lose the plot a little bit. It's also got this really weird campness to it as well. I can't remember how much of the films I've seen. I think I might have seen the first one, but is this where they've taken the idea from? Because the Resi films are basically like, uh, whatever her name is. Alice. Alice, yeah, she's like a superhuman, I think, isn't she? I think maybe they did get it from there, although, to be honest, when the films first started up, I can't actually remember where the games actually were. I can't remember what we were up to at that point. First film is well, released in 2002. All right, so it was around about the same time then. Code Veronica was 2000, yeah, so that makes sense. Yeah, could have been that then. But there were some other odd bits. In, I mean, uh, Code Veronica was the first game where everything was made from polygons, as far as I know. All the backgrounds and everything, it stopped being pre-rendered. And the animation... I mean, it looked good for its time, but it's got this weird cartoony style as well. And the animations seem really wooden. Claire runs like she's got wooden planks down her legs and stuff like that. <laughs> and they also backed off on the gore a little bit with the Dreamcast version. You know, on the old ones, you'd aim upwards with a shotgun and you'd decapitate the zombies? Yeah. That didn't happen in Code Veronica. Yeah. You got a big blood splat, but the, the zombie still had his head. So... I kind of missed the old Resident Evil there a little bit. It's the only one I haven't bought the modern version of, put it that way. Have they remastered it or? They haven't remastered it, but as far as I know, it is backwards compatible on the Xbox One. Ah, uh, okay. Uh, fair enough. Well, we'll move on to Resident Evil Zero. Resident Evil Zero. On the 23rd of July, 1998, a train owned by Umbrella comes under attack from a swarm of leeches. Two hours later, Bravo team of stars is sent to investigate a series of cannibalistic murders in the Arkley Mountains outside of Raccoon City. Officer Rebecca Chambers of Bravo team comes across the train, now motionless, and explores it, only to find the passengers and crew transformed into zombies. As she explores the train for answers, she teams up with Billy Cohen, a former marine, who was to be executed for killing 23 people, until the military police van transporting him crashed within the region. So this was 2002 in Japan, 2003 over here. Mikami not involved at all. Originally developed for the N64, which is strange, <laughs> considering how that game turned out. Yeah. There are no item boxes, I forgot about this completely. So you just drop items on the floor. And that's what wrecks the game for me. I really like what they did with the remake of the first one. And in theory, I like this. But yeah, the item 
dropping items on the floor is a bit weird. It's the whole thing of... Because, I mean, I always pick... This is probably OCD on my part, I don't <laughs> know. But you always pick a room. Kind of centre room in wherever you are, the mansion, the facilities, wherever. And that's your room where you drop everything. And then all of a sudden it tells you that you haven't got enough room to drop something in the room you're in. And it's like, well, why? Because... <laughs> Look at the size of the fucking floor, you know what I mean? It's yeah. it's massive. Why can't I drop this herb? So the old item thing, at the time when I first played it, I wasn't that bothered by it. The more I actually do play it, the more it annoys me now. Mm. I much prefer the item box, as unrealistic as that is. <laughs> yeah, because we haven't, we haven't mentioned the item box at all. That's true. I mean... Yeah, it's massively unrealistic, obviously. Yeah. But there is a setting on the remake that disables that, so the item boxes aren't connected. Ah, okay. So if you drop your Python fucking Magnum in one item box, then that's the item box you have to go to get it back out of. I think that was actually the setting that I... That became my standard setting, I think, when I replay the game, so... Zero didn't overly like the characters either. Billy was a non-entity. I'm not entirely sure why he was even added. They could have just used one of Alpha Squad. Yeah. Rebecca's not exactly the best character in the world either, to be fair. So, yeah, it's an odd one. It's like they made this engine for remake and then thought, well, monetize it a little bit and try and make another game out of it. But the next game they made wasn't as good. I think that one I went back to when I got it on the PS4 and there's a screenshot in the thread for it of... Um... There's weird costumes you can have from the off. Yeah. That really breaks the illusion of that game. I think I looked at that uh, that post the other day, actually. I think it was your post and Rebecca's wearing some kind of tutu thing or something by the looks of it. I think um, Billy might be wearing pyjamas or something. <laughs> it's either that or like some stripy convict jumpsuit or something. Yeah, I think it's a stripy convict or yeah. The alternate costumes have been getting weirder and weirder as the series progresses, so... Yeah. I mean, you've got Pirate Jill and fucking bodybuilder Chris and what have you. Yeah, I mean, well, to be fair, Chris does get pretty buff, so... <laughs> well, punching rocks. Yeah, so next we move on to Resident Evil 4. Resident Evil 4. Six years after the events of Resident Evil 2, former Raccoon City police officer Leon S. Kennedy is sent on a mission to rescue Ashley Graham, the US president's daughter, who has been kidnapped by a mysterious cult. He travels to a nameless rural village in Spain, where he encounters a group of hostile villagers who pledge their lives to the cult that kidnapped Ashley. The villagers were once simple farmers, until becoming infected by a mind-controlling parasite known as Las Plagas. Leon finds out Ashley is being held in a church, and attempts to rescue her. This was on the GameCube first in 2005. Now you can find it on pretty much anything. I'd be amazed if there's not a fucking Android version by now. This completely changed everything from the previous games, so it is no longer pre-rendered backgrounds, over-the-shoulder, third-person view, 
four versions of the game were scrapped. One became Devil May Cry, <laughs> which is, I think, one of the infamous stories about Resi 4. Yeah. Yeah, so this is Mikami's last role, and um, he left after this one. This is frequently called like the best, one of the best games of all time, let alone of the series. I really, really liked it. However, I think it dragged on quite a bit. Yes, it does. I remember you're saying on the 20 questions that you didn't enjoy it as much the more you played it. No, I overkilled it, seriously. I had it on the GameCube, obviously. I think I mentioned it on there as the first and only game that I've ever imported. At the time, absolutely adored the game. It was a revelation to play, because I don't think there was anything like that at the time. But the more and more time I spend with it now, the more, like you say, it drags towards the end. Yeah. A lot of people bemoan the older, no, should I say the newer reses, as in Resi 5 and 6, as basically turning into shooting galleries. No one seems to remember that Resident Evil 4 is a shooting gallery at the end of the game. Yeah, that's true. There's fucking miniguns, gun turrets, ganados with uh, what they call flaming arrows, crossbows or whatever. It is basically a shooting gallery at the end of the game and nowadays whenever I get to that part I just cannot wait for it to finish. It's just I only did it the last time basically to get my last achievement out of it and I don't think I'll play that game for a long time again now. Yeah, that's achievement whoring biting me in the arse I think. The amount of times I've bought that game now. I must have bought it at least five times. I had it on the GameCube. I might have had it on the PS2 when it got released on there. I've had it on the Wii. I've had it on the 360 when they did the HD version. I'm pretty sure I bought it on my phone. (laughs) I was actually joking earlier. Is there actually a mobile phone version? Yeah, it is. It's the full game on um, iOS. Oh, wow. <laughs> I did not expect that, no. It's exactly what you think it's going to be, so... Yeah, yeah, I can imagine. I mean, I'm not going to take it away from it. When it was released, and for a long time afterwards, yeah, brewing game. I mean, yeah, it still is a good game. It's I've just done it to death now. So, yeah, I've, I've lost my patience with it. As you said, it is also the start of... The change in Resident Evil where it went from survival horror to action horror. Definitely, definitely. I will say thank you for uh, bringing Gears of War to life though. Thank you for that Resident (laughs) Evil 4. Yeah, that's very true, yeah. And a lot of other stuff that came. And a lot of other stuff, yeah. But yeah, that's very true. So yeah, we move on to Resident Evil 5. Resident Evil 5. Five years after the events of Resident Evil 4, Chris Redfield, now a member of the Bioterrorism Security Assessment Alliance, is dispatched to a country in Africa. He and his new partner Shiva Alamar are tasked with apprehending Ricardo Irving before he can sell a bioorganic weapon on the black market. When they arrive, they discover that the locals have been infected by the parasites Las Plagas and the BSAA Alpha team have been killed. Chris sees a photograph of Jill Valentine, his old partner, who has been presumed dead after a confrontation with Albert Wesker. Determined to learn if Valentine is still alive, Chris does not report to headquarters. 
This was PS3 and 360 in 2009, and on the PC as well. This is very similar to 4, but with co-op. In some ways, I think it dumbs it down a bit further from Resi 4. It goes more action. This is not a popular game with Resi fans. I really, really like it. To be honest, so do I. I don't know whether it, it is short, but it feels shorter. Because I played it multiple times, I think. Yeah, I, I would say that it's a shorter game. I played it with, I think I played it with Ildog quite a bit on the 360 and um, I have really fond memories of that. The first thing that comes to mind about Resident Evil 5 is the whole racism thing. Yeah, that was a bit weird. And it's like, I, I honestly think that was blown massively out of proportion. And on one hand, I can understand the connotations of like a white guy yes. blowing the shit out of a load of black guys. That's it but you're in Africa. What do you expect, in a way? They were also going to implement uh, something to do with light. Can you remember that, when you went in and out of buildings? No. And it never actually happened, as far as I know. Oh, okay. So, they were making up this big thing about light being in play on the game, and then I don't think it actually happened in the end anyway, so. There was also a thing about, did they actually lighten Shether's skin tone? There was also a big thing about that. It seemed to be detracting away from the game at the time. Yeah. Canonically as well, this is where um, Wesker finally dies. Yes, apparently so. Yeah, he's not brought him back yet so far. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's always time. Oh, there's definitely always time. Yeah, I have fond memories of playing this. The ending, I'm pretty sure there's a volcano involved where Wesker... I'm sure you punch him into a volcano. Maybe I'm thinking of Tekken or something, I don't uh... know. No, I don't. You don't actually punch him into the volcano. I don't think you punch a rock into a volcano. There could be that, yeah. QTE to smack a rock up. <laughs> yeah. <It's> like, <laughs> who came up with that one? I enjoyed five. It is true what they say about as soon as you add a second character, the game gets less scary. Whether you're playing with somebody else who's real or just the AI, hmm. as soon as you add an extra character, things become less stressful. Yeah. It's also the thing in that game of sometimes the AI is a little bit thick. <laughs> yeah. So as soon as you add an extra character and it's going to be AI, and if they're using your resources, then that AI has got to be fairly decent and not just spawn camo up the wall for no apparent reason and use health items when you've got a little scratch. Yeah, that happened a lot because you basically use her as a, if you're playing on your own, you use her as like a mule. Yeah, use her as a pack mule, yeah. Yeah, so you're just like, here you go, I've got no room for all these first aid stuff and bullets and stuff, so here you go. And then she just goes and wastes it all. That's it, you get hit by somebody and it's took millimetres of your health off, there you go, use a first aid spray, well done. Yeah. If you give her a pistol and a sniper rifle, She'd be using the pistol all the time. <laughs> it's like you've got the ammo for the sniper rifle. Use yeah. it. Bitch. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes the AI was just a little bit, little bit too bad in that game. One of my Hendo facts for this game that surprised the hell out of me. I don't know whether you'll be as surprised. This is the best-selling game in the Resident Evil franchise. I think I knew that. To be fair, yeah. That blew my mind when I found it. Yeah, I think I did know that. And the original version of Five was the best-selling Capcom game until it was outsold by Monster Hunter World. Yeah, that's right, yeah. That's just crazy, because my memory of 5 is everyone was disappointed by it, but somehow it sold a lot. I think the next game you're going to go to, Resident Evil 6, I think that sold just as well, and 
the critical reception of that game is terrible. <laughs> so it's it's one of those. It's it's like films, isn't it? It doesn't have to have a good reception, I suppose, to make money. That's true. When it comes down to it, so. So yeah, we move on to six. Resident Evil Six. On 24th of December 2012, Jake Muller, son of late bioterrorist Albert Wesker, flees local authorities during a bioterrorist attack. He partners with a division of security operations agent and Raccoon City survivor, Sherry Birkin, and learns that she is to extract him from the country to create a vaccine for the new C-virus. However, they are hunted by a hulking bioweapon. Meanwhile, a strike team led by Chris Redfield and Piers Nivens is deployed to combat the infected local populace. However, they are attacked by the leader of Neo Umbrella, who refers to herself as Ada Wong. She kills most of the BSAA members, using a device that injects them with the C-virus, turning them into monsters, except Chris and Piers. Chris goes into a self-imposed exile, afflicted with post-traumatic amnesia. This was 2012 on the consoles and uh, 2013 on the PC. 2012 Capcom admitted that the survival horror market was too small for Resident Evil mm. and issued a statement that the development team would instead choose to orient the gameplay around the action genre. So yeah, they basically just said outright, we ain't doing the old stuff anymore, it's not going to sell. Even though we've already said the fifth one was the biggest selling game in the franchise. Exactly. I'm not entirely sure who made the decisions with Resident Evil 6 because it looks like it's being pulled in about 15 different directions all at the same time. Yeah, is it the three or four characters to play? There's three campaigns. There's a fourth secret campaign. The three campaigns have each got two characters in, two main characters, so that's six main characters you've got. I mean, you've got fucking Wesker's son in it, and it's like, yeah. when did Wesker have a son? When did that happen? <laughs> it's like they've got... Three separate campaigns. Leon's was supposedly more horror-centric. Chris's, I've read and heard people say that's more like COD. Whether that's true or not, I wouldn't say it's more like COD, but yeah, it's it's action-heavy, put it that way. Right. And then you've got Sherry and Jake, and theirs is kind of a mixture of both. So, although Sherry and Jake's did have... Usternak in it and he's pretty good what's the baddie antagonist yeah very very similar to uh, nemesis but in a way he's probably better than nemesis but that's just due to the system more than anything else i think but yeah resident evil 6 is a weird one it's very fan service-y as well it's like the first time there's nudity in a resident evil game and stuff like that so it's just it's a weird game although it's not a bad game in my eyes this is the only one on this entire list we've got, actually, if you can't code Veronica. But other than that, this is the only one I haven't played. I played the demo, 
and that put me off and then all the reviews and the forum impressions and stuff was oh this is not very good at all so I've steered clear of it and even if I was able to enjoy it at the time I think now going back it probably aged quite poorly I'm not sure I mean I have every intention at some point of going through all of them all over again because it handles pretty similar to five and I think the shooting and the moving mechanics I think they should be fine really to be fair I expect Resi 2 remake to be pretty similar anyway yeah because they released four five and six remastered on the new generation the current generation and so I've been tempted every time it goes on sale and it goes on sale a lot you can buy four five and six for about 15 quid or something see for that kind of money in free games I think that's probably worth it you'd definitely get some fun out of it i think if you could find somebody to play it with yeah i mean even if it's just for me to play five again it's worth doing that i actually bought the remasters on xbox Hmm. and it's got some dlc in there that i never actually played when i owned it on the 360 and uh, every time i tried to play it it locked my fucking console up it didn't actually work. I don't know whether it's fixed or not now, but because I haven't tried it in ages, I I presume that there's probably about a player base of two people or something like that on there. (laughs) But yeah, every time it booted me to the fucking dashboard every time I tried to uh, play it. So yeah, not good. And we move on to the final one so far. This is Resident Evil 7. Resident Evil 7. In 2017, Ethan Winters is drawn to a derelict plantation in Dulvey, Louisiana, by a message from his wife, Mia, who has been presumed dead for three years. He finds Mia imprisoned in the basement of a seemingly abandoned house, but she becomes violent and attacks him, forcing him to kill her. After receiving a call from a woman named Zoe offering assistance, Ethan is held captive by Jack, his wife Marguerite their son Lucas, and an elderly woman who is using a wheelchair and is in a catatonic state. So this had a quite a clever way of naming it because of the differences between the Japanese name and the Western name. So over here it's Resident Evil 7 colon Biohazard, and in Japan it's Biohazard 7 colon Resident Evil, which is quite cool I think. At some point they should just go, right, we're going to merge it together and it's the same everywhere, but I don't think anyone's brave enough to do that. I think over here they'll get sued, won't they? Ain't no band called Biohazard. Brooklyn's finest. <laughs> yeah, this was uh, January 2017, across the board, PC, PS4, Xbox One. This is completely different again. However, it's kind of similar to the early ones, but it's in first-person view. It loses a lot of the action and it goes more into puzzle solving and yeah i think it's a return to resident evil of old yeah minus the viewpoints you can also play it in vr as well which i haven't done that kind of scares me not so much from the horror aspect but i think i'd feel a bit sick yeah i've well i've never 
actually had the VR helmet on, so I don't know how I'd cope with that, but I can imagine it being a lot more intense. There was the original demo that was teased called Kitchen, and they released a downloadable demo for everyone to play called Beginning Hour. And that was kind of cool because they yes. they kept updating the demo. Yeah, they did, yeah. As time wore on. I played this when it came out, and yeah, this was fucking ace. I can remember the E3 trailer to start with. Hmm. And I was absolutely gutted. I was right. absolutely fucking gutted of what they'd done to my beloved RE. You know what I mean? When I saw that they'd gone into first person, I've always been a fan of third person perspectives. That's always been my favourite genre. And seeing that it had gone into first person, it was like, oh, why have you done this? Why have you done this, Resident Evil? But to be honest, when I actually got hold of... Well, I think the demo kind of put me at ease a little bit but when I actually got hold of the game yeah I, I could see why they've done it it definitely adds to the whole oh shit aspect of Resident Evil to be fair yeah I think the, one of the most memorable sequences is in the house at the beginning and um, dad of the family is chasing you round and yeah that's just terrifying they do a really good job of making you feel closed in by that twat as well because wherever you open a door he just seems to be there and he's like <laughs> and you can't do anything you can't do anything against him you haven't got the weaponry to do anything yeah and it's scripted that you can't really anyway so it definitely does take it back to the to actually being scary because to be fair as much as it's survival horror Resident Evil really isn't that scary. No. This one, I would say, is genuinely scary in certain places, which is why I think VR is definitely a bad idea, to be fair. Yeah, you will poo yourself. <laughs> I think I've said before on the forum that there's, there isn't really a game that's proper scared me. The only ones that scare me are the, the From games, because, oh shit, I'm going to lose all my progress. Yeah, but that's a different type of fear. Yeah, so like Alien, Isolation, and the Resi games, and Silent Hill. I love playing them, but they don't really scare the crap out of me. I might sort of go like, woo, when, when you get a jump yeah, scare, yeah, but yeah. that's about it. I don't get, like a lot of people, um, when this one came out, like, oh, I'm not playing that. First person view, no, I'm not playing that. <laughs> Genuinely speaking, I think games that have scared me, Project Zero... Project Zero genuinely did scare me. Is that the one with the camera? Yeah. I think it was the second game. And there's certain bits in that, and it's just like, you know what, fuck this. <laughs> <laughs> I, turned, I, t I actually turned it off in certain places because, because just fuck that, basically. Ghosts coming directly at you and falling straight in front of your face and stuff like that, yeah, that's mm. not good. I think some places... The first Dead Space genuinely scared me as well. Yeah, I could see that. Because you don't know where them bastards are going to pop out from. Yeah, that's a good share. Condemned genuinely scared me in certain places as well. I think that was due to the first person's perspective again, same as Resident Evil 7. So I think that perspective definitely does add to the game. The other weird thing about it as well is that other than at the very, very end, the very last scene, there's no real tie to any of the previous games no all the characters are new I don't think Umbrella is mentioned at all there's a picture of an Umbrella helicopter I think you can find isn't there a picture in the house of the of the mansion there's a picture of Arkley Mountains yes that's it yeah so that's where the Spencer estate was originally 
but there's not really any mention, no, it's not insinuated that it's even the same universe really until a certain somebody turns up right at the end. So I don't know how we're concentrating on spoilers, so I'm not going to say the name just in case. <laughs> I mean, I personally wouldn't consider it to be a game ruining not thing. Not now, I don't think. So. No, well, even then, when people were kind of very hush hush on it, it was like, oh, okay. There are some DLC with that character in, so it, it shouldn't be much of a spoiler anyway. To be fair, the, that was free DLC, and it wasn't actually that bad, to be fair. It's pretty decent. There are a lot of spin offs, but as we said at the start, there's a lot that we haven't played, and um, there are a lot that are rubbish. There's a lot that are rubbish. Yeah. Resident Evil 7 is not the first first person one either. There was Survivor in 2000. That's it, yeah. I had on PlayStation and that's pretty bad. Oh, we've gone into consoles that have actually got decent networking now and they've not brought the uh, Outbreak games back. So, I mean, it's really gagging for that kind of thing now. Four or six player Resident Evil. I mean, that could be quite a laugh. Yeah, there was uh, Umbrella Core, which is... I mean, it's not that, but it's like three on three. Oh, is that that deathmatch thing? Yeah, pretty terrible. Yeah. I was watching a video of it the other day, and that's frequently on sale for about £2. I don't think I'd even play it for that, to be fair. I kind of want to. <laughs> I kind of want to, like, gift it to a few people <laughs> on the forum and let's have a go on this. Mm. It does look pretty fucking terrible. And I think Operation Raccoon City was uh, online. Yeah, well. Operation Raccoon City, that was one that's going through my head. I did entertain the idea of that for a while, but... I have no idea why I didn't actually buy it at the time and it's something that I probably wouldn't go back to now. We said at the beginning about there's been some rather sketchy opinions on the Resident Evil series. So um, how about you rank them in order? What, whose opinion I rank first? (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) Oh, rank the games. In the games, yeah. Right, okay. My opinion. My opinion. And this is all the core games. So first place, remake. Second place, Nemesis. Then I would go Resident Evil 2. Then 5. Interesting. Then 4. Then 0. And 6. No, actually, I forgot 7. Shit. (laughs) I completely forgot 7. Insert 7 in between Nemesis and whatever was after Nemesis. (laughs) Because I can't remember now. We've been going through the Resident Evil games, so um, hope you enjoyed it. Bye-bye. Got a selection of good things on sales, Craig. What are you buying? <laughs>